Patriots, assemble! We don't mess around. We don't waste time. Over here at His Hard Line. Let's go! from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. Welcome to the show. Let's get started. Good evening, good evening, good evening, good day to all of you, ladies and gentlemen out there. I am Jason, your co-host with our sovereign Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, at our side because he is the host with the most and the most high. He is in charge and he is in a captain's chair and at the helm and behind the wheel. Therefore, he is steering this great ship through these crazy rough waters that we call life. So welcome to his hard line. Today is Wednesday, July 19th, 2023, and you are listening to episode 579. America's number one asset, but we are going to be doing a reading out of Psalm chapter 50. So sorry for the slight little pause. I'm trying to make sure that I can get Telegram situated because I have to switch a little setting so they can hear my audio on the microphone. So that was the reason for the slight little delay. Anyway. So I see that I am unmuted and people are able to hear me over there. So I see we got Oscar, we got Mary, we got Leslie, we got April Fools, we got Liz Anella over there. And then on the Podbean side, we got Nancy, uh, Leslie Liberty over there, April K, Liz Anella. So we got some double ups over here, Angel Eyes, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. So anyway, <clears throat> hope everybody's having a good day. So now that we kind of figured out our tech issues from yesterday, it'll be a little bit a smoother, a little bit more smoother of an intro today. So I hope everybody's doing good today. Um, daily disclaimer, I want to clarify, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a holistic health expert, financial advisor, pastor, priest, deacon, biblical scholar, or a bar lawyer. I do not possess any titles of nobility or offer legal advice. And remember, I don't have any political political degrees or have had any involvement with any unconstitutional three-lettered, un, you know, corrupt uh Oh, I can't even say that. It's a tongue twister there for me for some reason today. But any three-lettered corrupt agencies like the CIA or FBI, and while I am a member of the Michigan General General Assembly as the MGJA, and yes, I do advocate for your participation in your local General General Assemblies, I am not the official voice or face of the National, State, or County Assembly. 
I also want to emphasize that I have no affiliation with any other groups who try to mimic the lawful assembly, such as the American States Assembly, National Liberty, Life Force, Beacon 37, RUSA, or any other organizations outside the Michigan model. I have never participated in any fraudulent status correcting associated with AVR, Bobby Lawrence, or David Strait and Company. And furthermore, I do not endorse or advocate for violence. And please note, that the opinions, thoughts, and statements expressed are solely my own unless otherwise referenced. So there you go. To all the Karens and Darrens out there who just want to take everything I say for face value, I tell you. So I'm just looking at the chat here real quick, looking at the people coming in. We got, oh, welcome to the show, Rietta. So glad for you to join us. Where's Donnie? I don't see Donnie in here. You get Donnie in here. Oh. She says she's making zucchini bread. That sounds good. I hope you have enough for the class. Let's see. Liz and Alice says, I can't do both Telegram and Podbean while using a Bluetooth speaker. I'm sticking with Podbean tonight. Yeah, I've so just FYI, I'm glad she said that. So anybody, if you're doing Podbean and Telegram at the same time, you're going to get an echo because you got two audios coming from two different um, sources. So now if I unmuted myself on Telegram, You'd be able to hear me on Podbean and just watch me, but that would be kind of stupid and silly. So um, it's kind of like a one or the other, right? So if Podbean's more of your jam, come to Podbean. If you want to see my ugly mug into the show while I'm dancing like a you know like an idiot, um, that's cool too. Come on over, you know whatever. So it, whatever works for you works for me. So um, just a couple of things I kind of want to go over. So I, <laughs> I kind of noticed. So. Let me ask you guys, have you been noticing anything when you guys went grocery shopping that eggs seem to be back at their normal pricing again? I noticed that. I was actually walking past the eggs uh, just the other day. We went to go pick up a few items. There's Donnie. What's up, brother? I was looking for you. I was like, man, where's my boy Donnie? Donnie's in the house. Now I can proceed with the show with confidence. Now that I know he's here. That's awesome. Welcome, Donnie. Glad you're here. Don't eat any more ice cream. <laughs> Um, but no, seriously, I was going through the grocery store, um, last week, Katie and I, we were getting a few things and I noticed that the eggs are like darn near back to the regular pricing again. I noticed like for an 18 pack of eggs. Now, granted, they're not the organic eggs or the, you know, standard commercialized white eggs, but for 18, uh, eggs, they were like $2 and 99 cents. When they used to be like nine, 10 bucks for 18 eggs, they're back down at two ninety nine. But you know, what's funny. I haven't heard a single word out of the mainstream media about this. Figure that one out. Not a word. They tell us when everything's getting jacked right up, but when things come back down to a regular price, not a word, not even a reason why. So that's kind of one thing I've, I've discovered. Now, here's something else for you guys. Now, this kind of is a little bit developing in the middle of the day. <laughs> it's just, I tell you, our, the insanity, the insanity of our nation, it just keeps ever increasing. So here's a question for you. All. Why did the country, why did CMT pull the music video and song called Try That in a Small Town by Jason Aldean off their lineup? They actually pulled that off of the country music channel, uh, CMP. Did you guys hear that? <laughs> they pulled that song. So apparently 
the network stopped showing the music video after Aldine, who, let's not forget, survived a mass shooting in Vegas while performing back in 2017. And he faces a lot of backlash for that song, which a lot of people are perceiving as being in favor of guns and lynching. Okay. Really? Really? We're going to give a bunch of temper tantrums over a country song that talks about gun guns and lynching. Okay. Now, first off, I, I look, I went through the lyrics. I'm pretty sure I didn't see anything in his lyrics about lynching. So let's, let's get that out of the way. Number one. Um, as far as guns, what country song doesn't talk about guns? In fact, what song in general, rock song, rap song, country song doesn't talk about guns i mean seriously let, let's think about this for a second because this is this this mm, this bitters me because let's take a look back at it let's take a little flashback back in 2014 there was a rapper by the name of bobby shimurda right what a stupid name bobby shimurda and he had a track he had a song, and I'm not going to say the whole name of the song because it's got a racial slur in it, but it was called Hot N-Word, right? It was called Hot N-Word. Obviously, it's not called N-Word, but you guys understand what I mean when I say N-Word, right? Because I'm not saying it. But when you have a rapper by the name of Bobby, <laughs> Bobby Schmurda, with a song like Hot N-Word, we're going to call it Hot That song peaked number six on the top 100 charts for music in mainstream. Number six. Let me tell you, there were 21 verbal and 51 physical references to guns, murder, and violence. Let me read a few examples for you. And I'm not going to say the bad word, the N-Word, but here's what some of the lyrics were. And we keep them nine millies on my block. N-word. Tones known to get busy with them glocks. N-word. Try to run down and you can catch a shot. N-word. I've been selling crack since like the fifth grade. With them 16s, we gon' put some shots on them. But G's for my gun squad. And B-I-T-C-H. If it's a problem, we gon' gun brawl. Shots popping out the AR, broad daylight, and we gon' let them things bark. Run up on that N-word. Get to squeezing ho, squeezing ho. Everybody catching bullets, holes, bullet holes. I'ma run up, put that gun on them. That's just a little example for you on Hot N-Word Song by... Uh, who's this now? Who's this guy? I never even heard of this clown, Bobby Schmurda. What? What the? Cat? Okay, look. As a DJ, I'm gonna, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna have fun with this one. As a DJ, this is the stupidest name I've ever heard of for an artist to ever pick. Bobby Schmurda. Schmurda, really? Schmurda. Who the hell is Bobby Schmurda? Bobby, who? But we didn't hear the we didn't hear squat from the woke mob media about that song. 
right? Talking about guns and ARs and letting them ARs, you know, uh, barking and shooting hoes and whatever the hell that stupid song is talking about. We didn't hear anybody from that side making a fuss about that song. Let's just put it this way. Their outrage is simply fabricated. It's hypocritical and it's petulant. And quite frankly, we will be playing the song at the end of the show. And no, not Bobby Schmurda, by the way, but we will be playing the song from Jason Aldean, Try That in a Small Town, at the end of the show, not only in support of him, but to basically point out how absolutely insane these stupid asses are. I'm sorry. Forgive my language. I'm saying it for what it is. These people are dumb asses. You're going to give a big freaking, you're going to throw a temper tantrum over a country song that insinuates gun violence when this rapper clearly is talking about gun violence and more? Really? Really? These must be the same people that must be hearing that, what was that, that Christmas song? Baby, it's cold outside. Oh my God, he's talking about rape. Get out of here. Get out of here. Look, I'm on one today, guys. You have no idea. I am on one. I do not care. I am on a roll. People are stupid. I, I just can't believe that people are actually talking about banning. And, and CMT actually followed through with this. They actually followed through with this and took the song out of the lineup and his music video out of the lineup. What is that? What the flip-flop freaking... Mm, what is that? I, I I I have no words for that. Let's move on because I could I could spend all day on that. I could I could tear that one apart. Whatever. So on another topic, now this is interesting. Now okay, we're gonna pivot to something a little bit more serious because uh, let's face it, Jason Aldean, love you, brother. I uh, actually I actually know the DJ that actually works with Jason Aldean. Um, his name is John Purdue. He goes by DJ Silver. He actually works with Jason Aldean. I actually uh met that guy. Him and I actually like. We know each other. Like, we're not friends, but we're acquaintances. Like, he actually is on D, uh, Jason Aldean's tour. It's actually pretty cool. Uh, DJ Silver is a really talented DJ. Met him down in Dallas, Texas. Um, in fact, he was there, I think, when that whole shooting happened in Las Vegas, as a matter of fact. Um, very crazy stuff. I'm just happy that they all survived that. Um, but on a whole other topic of discussion, while I'm, you know, trying to name drop and all that good stuff, but here's something that's a little bit more serious, all right? Because that's just that's just music, all right? Music is music, whatever. But as a truck driver who hauls fuel, I am a little concerned. I was actually texting my wife a little bit earlier today because let me tell you something. For three to four weeks now, fuel sales have been down significantly. Now, why am I bringing this up? Well, we're in the middle of July. This is the middle of summer vacation. People are driving. People are visiting family. People are going all over the place. People are having fun outside. Presumably, that's what you're supposed to be doing, right, in, in, in summer. But for the last three to four weeks, and not just in Michigan, I was talking to my boss about this yesterday, nationwide. Gas sales are significantly down. I am not seeing 
the traffic flow like I'm used to seeing over the last six to seven years of being on the road. I don't know what's going on. I'm not trying to freak you guys out, but I am telling you, not only are gas sales down, but the traffic and the rush hour stuff that I once was accustomed to four or five years ago, that doesn't exist anymore. Even Rietta was saying, even here in California, traffic has been lighter. What's going on? Why? Are people dying at a faster rate from these shots? Or is inflation so bad to the point where people just don't want to go out and they're trying to preserve every last dollar and cent that they have and they're trying not to go out and spend it? So they're, they're, they're kind of being a recluse and they're staying behind. Lizanella kind of brings up another good point. Maybe people are sick and depressed. That's, that's very possible too. I've noticed the suicide rates have been going up higher. That's very, very sad and concerning. Patriot Beagle was saying people can't afford to travel with the economy. It's really weird. Yeah, that's another good point, Nancy. Yes, Nancy says people are working from home still. You're absolutely right. More people are working from home still. Maybe it's a combination of all of it. Yeah, Patriot Beagle said right here, combination of both. People, you know, sick and depressed, people still working from home, and people not wanting to spend their, you know, hard-earned dollars because the economy is so bad and everything is so highly inflated that they're just trying to preserve every last penny that they have. But it's very, very weird. It's very, very weird. So before we get into, um, we're, we're, so before we get into the topic about America's number one asset, I'm planning on having, uh, Oscar on the show. Um, I'm going to get through the reading though, for Psalm 50 first, we'll have a little summary and then I'm going to call Oscar up because we're going to have just a general discussion because he's been heading up the, uh, field training manual, 2000 25 education on the national assembly, uh, phone call every Thursday at 9 PM. And he's been doing a lot of work by putting together curriculum to help people learn more about uh, the field training manual 2000-25. So I think we're going to have him on uh, while he's available. Um, Yesterday was his anniversary. So when he gets on the show, wish him a happy anniversary. Um, But let's get into the reading of Psalm 50 real quick before we get into that topic of discussion. So Psalm 50 from the New King James Version Bible, verse 1 The mighty one, God, the Lord, has spoken and called the earth from the rising of the sun to its going down. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God will shine forth. Our God shall come and shall not keep silent. A fire shall devour devour before him, and it shall be very temptuous all around him. He shall call the heavens from above and to the earth that he may judge his people." Gather my saints together to me, those who have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. Let the heavens declare his righteousness, for God himself is judge. Salah. Hear, O my people, and I will speak. O Israel, I will testify against you. I am God, your God. I will not rebuke you for your sacrifices or your burnt offerings, which are continually before me. I will not take a bull from your house, nor goats out of your folds. For every beast of the forest is mine, and the cattle on the thousand hills. I know all the birds of the mountains and the wild beasts of the field are mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you. For the world is mine in all its fullness. 
Will I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Offer the God, offer to God thanksgiving and pay your vows to the Most High. Call upon me in the day of trouble and I will deliver you and you shall glorify me. But to the wicked, God says, what right have you to declare my statutes or take my covenant in your mouth? Seeing you hate instruction and cast my words, excuse me, and cast my words behind you. When you saw, when you saw a thief, you consented with him and have been partaker with adulterers. You have, you give your mouth to evil and your tongue frames deceit. You sit and speak against your brother. You slander your own mother's son. These things you have done and I kept silent. You thought that I was altogether like you, but I will rebuke you. But set them in order before your eyes. Now consider this, you who fought forgot God, lest I tear you in pieces and there be none to deliver. Whoever offers praises glorifies me and to him who orders his conduct all right, I will show the salvation of God. And that is the reading of Psalm chapter 50, verses 1 through 23. So, let me take a sip of water real quick because my throat's a little dry today. All right. So Psalm 50 is a passage that offers valuable insight and learning lessons for our present day lives. This psalm, written literally thousands of years ago, continues to resonate with its timeless truths and teachings. And what we're going to do is kind of explore its key messages and the lessons that we can derive from them. Now, the psalm begins with emphasizing the grandeur and authority of God who calls upon the entire earth from sunrise to sunset. And it speaks of God's divine presence emanating from Zion, which is the epitome of beauty. And this imagery reminds us of the magnificent magnificence and transcendence of the divine in our lives. Now, the first lesson that we can draw from this is to recognize and acknowledge the power and sovereignty of God. That's number one. In our fast-paced and often self-centered world that we live in, we have to remember that we must pause and remember that there is a higher power beyond ourselves. And it's crucial to humble ourselves before this higher power and approach life with a sense of awe and reverence. As the psalm progresses, it highlights the importance of true devotion and sincere worship. And God states that he does not require mere outcome or excuse me, mere outward rituals and sacrifices, but rather a genuine heart committed to the covenant with him. See, this message encourages us to move forward and move beyond superficial actions and focus on cultivating an authentic relationship with the divine. Because applying this lesson 
to our lives, we should strive for a, a spirituality that goes beyond religious formalities, right? It's not about going through the motions, right? It's not about just, we got to go through this, we got to go through that. But instead, it's about living with integrity, with purpose and compassion and, and with gratitude, right? Because our actions should reflect a deep, meaningful connection to God Almighty, which should be grounded in love and service to others. Because we're here to self, we're, we're here to serve others, not self-serve ourselves, right? I mean, Jesus portrayed this a lot in his teachings in the, in, in the Gospels, serving others, right? Washing of feet for example. So the psalm warns against hypocrisy and dishonesty, and God addresses those who declare his statutes, but disregard them in their own lives. So basically they like, they, 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 they walk, the, they talk the talk, but they don't want to back it up with the walk, the walk. You see what I'm saying? Like they declare God's statutes, but oh, God forbid they happen to live that out in their own lives. And so God rebukes those who participate in wickedness and slander and deceit while assuming that they will face no consequences. And this portion of the psalm teaches us the importance of personal accountability and ethical conduct. We do not see enough of this in today's society. No, I was just talking about this with my wife and my neighbor across the street. There is just some people. Oh, don't get me started on one. There were just some people that have no comprehension on what self-accountability even looks like. It's irritating. Because myself, I look at myself, look, I'm not a perfect individual. Obviously, we all know that. I proclaim that all the time. But I will say this. If I do wrong, I will admit it. I will, I will own it. I will take that accountability. And I will also put it out there to the world. Do not do what I just did. So I try to make myself a learning lesson for other people so they don't have to learn the hard way like I did. Does that make sense? See, in today's world where truth can be blurred and integrity can be compromised, this lesson is especially relevant. Why? Because we must examine our own lives and ensure that our words align with our actions. Very important. It's vital to prioritize honesty, treat others with, you know, with respect, stand against injustice. We need to strive to be people of integrity. Even when we're faced with pressures to compromise our values. This is what it means to be in self-governance, folks, it, it, with reassembling our states. These are the type of people we need to be when we are reassembled. And so lastly, the psalm reminds us of the power of repentance and redemption because it encourages us to turn to God in times of trouble, promoting that, you know, he will deliver us, right? God will deliver us. See, this message instills hope and reminds us that despite our shortcomings, we have an opportunity to seek forgiveness and start anew. We all have that same opportunity. And so today, 
we can learn from this lesson by embracing the power of personal growth and transformation. We all make mistakes, but it's how we respond to those mistakes that truly matters. Are we going to learn from those mistakes? See, again, I'm going to reiterate for one last time by acknowledging our faults, seeking forgiveness and striving to make amends, we can find healing and restoration. And so in conclusion with all of this, Psalm 50 imparts timeless wisdom and guidance that resonates with our present day lives. It reminds us to recognize the power of the divine, cultivate genuine um, devotion, live with integrity, and embrace the transformative power of repentance. By incorporating these lessons into our daily lives, we can strive to become individuals who honor God, uplift others, and contribute positively to our world. And yes, I like Liz and Ella was saying right here, our reactions, wait to react and think about how we planned to react. Yeah. So this kind of brings me to the next topic of discussion. All right. So I, again, I'm not reading the full, uh, in fact, I'm not reading at all from Field Training Manual 2000-25. What I'm merely doing is giving a general synopsis of what each section is. So like right now we're kind of going to go over lesson three and like Oscar puts out, I like how he puts it. This is when we start getting into like the meat and potatoes of the field training manual. It's like when it starts getting spicy, right? Cause lesson one, lesson two, it was, you know, eh, but once you get into lesson three, lesson four going forward, it starts getting, you know, it, it starts getting, you know, into the meat and potatoes of things, which is why the title of today's show is called America's number one asset. So what I'm going to do is well first off i guess let's do this so first off i guess i want to say this if you haven't taken any time to read lesson three or listen to it from the field training manual 2000-25 you can find it on national-assembly.net you will learn more in depth by reading yourself especially in section three of what america's made up of and what it was built upon because our nation's strength lies in its diversity of opinions right and the diversity and this diversity permeates every aspect of our country see different individuals are driven by different interests that are closest to their hearts so like for example right in in this lesson in the field manual doctors claim that our greatest asset is found in our medical institutions and advancements that we've made in saving lives and ensuring the health of our people right then teachers would actually argue that the common school system and colleges and universities are the cornerstone of our nation as education is vital for progress and the functioning of our government and then you got captains of industry that would assert that industry itself is the greatest asset in this country as it fuels our economy provides employment and meets the needs of the world right everybody has their idea of what makes america great each profession doctors teachers industrialists um inventors scientists farmers they all believe that their contributions are the key to america's success truck drivers right And in a way, they're all right in their own way because greatness is found in the collective efforts of all these endeavors, which have 
brought prosperity and wealth to our nation, making us the envy of the world. But see, this progress is, the, is only possible through cooperation. See, all of the states that make up this country with the independence of uh, self-governance, it forms a united front as they contribute their part in building our nation. The spirit of cooperation resonates in our communities where farmers, merchants, laborers, and clerks work together towards common goals. But yet what unites a nation composed of diverse racial backgrounds? I mean, you know, here's a question for you. What harmonizes our relationships and inspires confidence in one another? I'll tell you, it's the character, the greatest asset of America, character. What's America's number one asset? Character. Our national character is deeply rooted in Puritan stock of the early colonies. See, these original early settlers, driven by their love for liberty and their unwavering worship of God, they laid the foundation for the values that still shape our society today. Now, the Puritans built a character centered on their daily lives, guided by a stern will and an uncompromising sense of duty. They established communities, schools, churches, town meetings. I mean, all of that molded the national character of America. I mean, look, the New England town meeting in particular served as a private school in debate and a nursery of American statesmen. See, the pioneer spirit also played a crucial role in our national character. The early American settlers, driven by a desire to conquer the wilderness, exhibited tenacity, hard work, and self-reliance. Their journey westward, their struggles and their accomplishments and their adherence to individual rights laid the groundwork for the spirit of self-government that defines us today. And then you got ethical character. That's another key aspect of America because our business and commercial life, they're based on the character of our people. Confidence based on character forms the foundation of commercial relationships and our high standards of commercial life rest on respect for nobler values and adherence to business ethics. And the spirit of compromise and cooperation between capital and labor further strengthen our society. And then lastly, you got the political character, which is defined by diplomacy, according to lesson number three. Because America is gaining the confidence of, of nations worldwide through, through a commitment to peaceful resolution and justice. And we seek to settle differences through you know, arbitration and adhere to the fair dealings in our commercial treaties and our political character backed by the integrity of our people. It allows our obligations and currency to be accepted across the globe at that time. It seems like nowadays it might be a little different, but in conclusion to all this, you know, America's greatest asset are the collective endeavors of its diverse people. See, our, our character, which was forged by the Puritans, right? The pioneers and the values that we hold dear all of that shapes our nation's identity and it is through cooperation and ethical conduct and commitment to diplomacy that we continue to progress and let us cherish and preserve our national character as it is the greatest asset that will guide us to even greater adventure and achievement so with further without further ado let me give oscar a call here i'm going to give him a call on the phone here because i told him i will leave 
the floor open to him. He is always welcomed on this podcast because um, I, I trust him. Oscar is a good man. He's he's just he's he's a hard worker. You know, he, he really is. He's a hard worker. He's been doing so much. So um, I see Oscar's on Telegram. So I'm going to give him a call up real quick. Let me turn this up. Hello. Hey, what's going on, Oscar? How you doing, brother? Good. Let me turn off. Turn off Telegram. Telegram. Oh, I there saw you. You, you. you 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 left the Telegram screen screen here. <laughs> oh, now I see Michelle. I see your wife just popped in. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Very good. So, how you doing, man? Happy anniversary, by the way. First off. Oh, thank you. How many years now? Nineteen, you said. Yep, nineteen. Wow, nineteen, yeah. man, nineteen years of parole and no chance of getting out, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Look, I, guess for, I guess for her, maybe not me. Oh man, that is so. That is funny. Look, I'm coming up on nine years here in August here for for me and my wife. So you know, it's gonna be great. And I got to be careful what I say because you know, she's listening live right now. I don't want to get scorched. You know, when I go upstairs, I'm gonna get slapped upside my head. <laughs> so yeah. so talk to me. So I know on the national phone call on the national conference call every Thursday. Um, so I think this Thursday you're gonna be approaching lesson number seven, right? Correct. So so. Talk to us a little bit. So like we were kind of, what I was kind of going over was, you know, kind of a synopsis of lesson three. And I think you and I agree in the field training manual. That's kind of when things started getting a little bit more uh, like you, I guess, I, like you say, it, a little bit more spicy, right? Where there's more yeah. meat and potatoes. Yeah, it's getting a little it's getting a little spicy there. So so three is, is really the prefaces to four, which is really like you're talking about, you know, you're building up the character. And then you go into can I, can, I, can I pause you for a second? Yeah. You sound I'm I'm listening to the monitor at the moment. You sound a little uh like there's a lot of muscled bass and muscled. Yeah. Is there are you on a on a Bluetooth of some sort? No, I got uh let's see. I'm on I got my speaker on. Let me because I hear it sounds like, I mean, I can hear, I can understand you, but it sounds very like, yeah, I mean, that was actually a good word. Yeah. Muscled and like you almost kind of were like in a tin can a little bit. Is that on your end? Like the music? Playing? Say that again. Is that on your end where there's like music playing? Uh, no, I don't have any music playing. You hear music playing? Yeah. Hold on a second. Let me ask you this. Would it be easier if I added you, if you logged on Podbean and I connected you through there? Sure. That, now the music's down. Okay. Now I can hear you better. Yeah, that was weird. That is weird. Yeah, because I don't hear any it music. That, it was that inward music that was playing. There's N Wait, wait. Is that on? Oh, was that on your end on the Telegram? It might have been playing. I, I was playing it earlier when you posted it yeah it, it, at it, isn't so. that song stupid <laughs> yeah i was like that song it was the jason aldean song i was like oh jason aldean i was like oh that's not jason aldean. no no that song <laughs> that song sucks man that song straight up sucks no we're gonna play jason aldean we're gonna play real music at the end of this show no we're, we're gonna play a little aldean at the end of this show uh try that in a small town no that song yeah because that was from bio clandestine that was a post that i shared and uh i thought that was a jason aldean song too 
So I forwarded it and then I listened to him like, oh, holy crap. I'm like, I might need to delete this. This is crap. <laughs> that N-word song sucks. But anyways, now you sound a lot better. So so talk to us a little about. So what do you got going on there? Because I know you were talking about maybe putting together an online uh, education for about, you know, with regards to the 2000-25 manual. You've been doing the phone call. You're um, on National Assembly's phone call. I think you're going to be approaching lesson seven. I'm going to leave the floor open to you. Like what, what's new? What, what, what do you want to share regarding this awesome manual? Yeah. So I, I mean, my day job is creating instruction manuals and just, you know, basically I read engineering documentation and synthesize it for the common man, you know, the mechanic to, to understand it. And, uh, the field training manual is actually written so the common man can understand it. Mm -hmm. um, and so the Lord put it on my heart over Christmas break to create a PowerPoint presentation and uh, with a little bit of a twist uh, and, and more, you know, just create more of an invite to come in, to come along Bill Hermanson, who's just a powerhouse here in Missouri to, uh, just to give something back and and give people some information about it and get them excited about it and that that's really my whole intent uh i've given presentations to several states now and uh destry asked me to come on to the national assembly after i gave the presentation to him and uh basically just every time i go through it i learn something more and in depth uh and you know kurt from Kirk's Law Corner the other day had uh, uh, posted a presentation. It's like a three-hour documentation on the Jesuits, and I'm about midway through that, and it just really blows me away that some of the names that are here in lesson coming up in lesson four uh, for you are are mentioned in there, and specifically uh, Morse, who did Morse code. So he he was he was a powerhouse. Yep. Uh, but, uh, so anyway, so the more and more I dig in, the more information I collect. And on Saturday I was about to fall asleep and me and Michelle were sitting on the couch and I just, I jumped up and, you know, the Lord just put it on my heart to start creating content from the field training manual. And, uh, I kicked out one, two three three like structured lessons from from each of the from three chapters that are coming up in the national assembly so i don't know if i'm going to allude to some of that information but it's like once you once you know something that's the foundation then you kind of dig in more and it just builds you know builds on it and you start connecting all the dots and i don't i didn't go to bed till like midnight one o'clock because i was just creating those lesson plan you know creating all that content and uh eventually i think i might put it on a uh kind of a standalone uh website that you can just get on there and, and walk through it curriculum for like homeschoolers or uh anybody that just wants to to know that knowledge you know i know like something similar to hillsdale college how they have that free education uh, something similar to that, I yeah. would say. Um, just, just solely structured on the field training manual, and I could probably like 
with these three lessons that I created, I could I could probably do, you know, twelve weeks worth of like sitting in a classroom, going over things, and really getting a small group to really hone in and and dig dig deep dig deep within the prime documents and this manual to you know do presentations of their own and just basically learn learn it learn it all learn our history that's been hidden from us uh you know this manual has been hidden from us but uh you know god brought it back out and he's using it to draw people towards the assembly draw people towards him um so it is interesting you say that because it's like god is revealing back you know I think I posted something not that long ago. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Hold on. Let me go on uh, my, my Telegram page because it's funny you say that, how like God brings it back out. So um, it was yesterday I posted it. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Here it is. Where it says, um, and I, I believe I got this from the field training manual as well. If you destroy a dam, and you, this might sound familiar to you, right? If you destroy a dam built by a colony of beavers, they set about its reconstruction using the identical plan method and tools common to their species throughout all generations and what i put underneath that i said reassembling is no different i mean because this is what our our, the people before us ultimately did right um as i was digging through lesson three and i have a screen share on telegram but as i was doing you know digging on lesson three like there's a little section on here it says experimental self-government our national character is emphasized in our ability to govern ourselves. And such ability did not develop overnight, neither can it be acquired for the asking, and no other nation has attained. Uh, and of course, there's like little misspellings here, but you know, the self-government in equal measure with the United States. The colonies struggled 150 years before they established a sufficient foundation to take the step that led to the great experiment. And so, you know, it just, right there i mean it just kind of goes to show you like because this has always been one of my biggest things that i struggle with like why are we not there yet but clearly this kind of stuff doesn't happen overnight i mean right i mean it's no No, it's no wonder why fdr wanted this destroyed because he didn't want people to figure this out yeah they had a plan and you know what 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 satan wants for evil you know god has a god god's just like laughing you know he's like oh oh, oh, you know turn this around on you you one way or another but you know uh and so like right now i always like my theme for uh bible verse has been second chronicles seven fourteen, and it, and you know i, I i'll just kind of read it and then expound on it if i may yeah a little bit please so as for you let's see sorry uh, okay yeah so if if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. So he's not talking about all of people. He's talking about the remnant. Yes. The, 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 you know, his people that have already been called that are in sin. Right. So he's saying, come back, you know, and, that remnant everyone else will look up to and, and eventually follow just just like 
the, the founding fathers. Uh, so that, you know, that's just really remnant to me. And then uh, when he goes down and says that, you know, he will forgive, you know, forgive their sin and heal their land. That's what we're doing. Yep. You know, uh, we're reclaiming our land. We're going back to the original ways. And, you know, as more and more people jump on board, it's, you know, like, you know, I'm, I'm a mechanic <laughs> you know, for all intents purposes. You know, I, I see, I see problems and I fix them, you know, uh, and just, I'm, I'm just a common, common man and the Lord calls you to do something and you, and you do it, you know, um, uh, and that's, that's what it, that's what it's about. It's, and no one was doing anything with this field trading manual. I was like, I'm just burnt. You know, that's all I would talk about. You could ask my wife, you know, it's just like, <laughs> she's probably like, shut up about that field trading manual. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah. But you know, so. there's so much truth in that though, because there's so much truth in that manual. That's why, like I was telling Destry when we were talking, I said, this really needs to be in public school this needs to be in public schools. It needs to be in home schools. It needs to be taught everywhere because we, you know, the more you dig into this manual, like you said, it's like the Bible. You're always picking up something different. You're always learning something new and you're like, oh, wow. I, how did I miss that in the first two times I read through this? There's always, it wasn't time for it yet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's always a nugget of information that ends up popping up and you're like, Oh my gosh. I'm like, how did I not see that before? But you know, it, it, the more I read through this, it's no wonder why FDR wanted this destroyed and did not want any more production of this manual because what it ultimately does is it helps empower the people get back in power. Yeah. Ultimately, yeah. You know, and he did, they did not, they don't want that because they're trying to destroy the nation from within. But so, so where, where are you at with this, uh, with the curriculum now? So you, you got this call from God. I mean, I'm like you, right? You said you're just a mechanic. I'm just a truck driver. I pass gas for a living, as we all know, <laughs> right? I mean, but when God calls you, I mean, you hear it loud and clear, right? It's like a five, five moment. And then so you just prompt into action. So where are you at in this process? Like, so, where are you at with the process? And then like, when do you expect it to be complete and, and how do you want to roll it out? So, so I've got, like I said, I've got the three, I've got curriculum for three of the chapters and I just, I happen to just start on seven knowing that it's coming up for the national assembly just to give me some more ammunition to throw out there uh, and, and nuggets. But, you know, I plowed through nine. So essentially as, as time allows, I'll go through and have everything created. And I would say the content will probably take me two months, maybe three months. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, once, once the content's there, or once, once I have the content like framed up, it would, it could be another three to four months before it's put into a package for, for, uh, consumption by a web-based training or, or something like that. Well, I tell you, it's, I think what you're doing is really important because if it was this, if this manual was that relevant 
and that important for FDR, right? I mean, I still go back to that. If it was that relevant for a sitting president, albeit de facto, but if it was that important to him to destroy every copy he possibly could find and stop the production of it, I mean, I, I don't know about you, but to me, that just screams this thing is about as important as, you know, I would say second to the Holy Bible almost. I mean, I, I'm, I'm saying yeah. I'm saying that tongue in cheek, obviously, but yeah. you know what I mean? Well, if, if you know, and we were talking with Kurt on the other night when when I had when he when I did the presentation on his 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 show, you know, it was like, hey, this is, you know, we're you know, we were both mechanics. And, uh, so he's like, you know, the field training manual is like the OEM, you know, the, the original operator's manual for how to restore a Republic yep. back from a democracy. I was like, yeah, that's why, you know, that's why FDR and, and company didn't want it. It's like, they were trying to completely do the, you know, Oh, we need to turn a Republic into a democracy. So, we got to get rid of that manual that tells the people how to go from a democracy to a republic. That's right. Uh, and and that that whole theme, you know, uh, Harry Atwood, uh, you know, he he probably had the fundamental order uh, fundamental papers. The fundamental orders of uh, sixteen thirty eight. No, 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 I'm getting him. He, he probably had the. Oh, uh, uh, that I forget. I'm having a brain fart i get those a lot the uh the paper the federalist papers memorized oh, yeah 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 so so and that yeah he taught on that he has several other publications out there if you can find them too and they just you know it's just they're they're all solid uh and speaking of you know other solid folks just wanted to throw this out there i was talking to uh, another researcher presenter from Missouri and, you know, and it wasn't Josh Lehman and it wasn't Bill. Uh, and I asked mean, his permission to you mean mention him. You mean there's more yeah, of them oh out man, there in Missouri? We, oh my, oh man, we're, we got a, some powerhouse uh, researchers <laughs> and educators. Uh, B B Bill Hermanson stacked the deck, you know. <laughs> man, Missouri does rock it. I mean, even Rietta in California, she's like, man, Missouri rocks. Yeah. So Mike Muller has a presentation on the Tavistock Institute. And if you want to, you know, when he gave it out, it really blew my mind of, you know, oh, wow, this really runs deep. And people have been in control for various uh, entities for a long time. And, wow. and, you know, they still have, you know, the transgender, uh, you know, effort. <laughs> wow. Transhumanism. And yeah, the, the, the the trail runs deep and and mike's done a good job of doing a little presentation on that so well maybe i can have both you guys i like to hear that yeah it's it's really good uh, and he has several references of other uh books to 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 look up and read too wow so. wow yeah I, i'd be yeah i'd be really interested in having him on the show for that that's interesting i mean so we're gonna have bill on uh august 1st he's gonna be talking about yeah. the titanic or the lack thereof i should say <laughs> um yeah, but i don't want to spill the beans <laughs> but but that tavistock that tavistock institute thing like i'd like to know more about that that's interesting yeah yeah it's 
Mike, Mike's done his research and he, he does a good job of, of presenting it as well. So, well, listen, can I like, you know, can, do, do you know a guy, like, do you know a guy to know a guy to get that guy on this yeah, show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So okay, okay. Well, then your your people call my people after your people call his people, and we'll get all our people talking together, and we'll get we'll get something going here. I, I want to learn more. That's pretty cool. Wow, man! I tell you what, but you I tell you what though, you've been really putting in a lot of work with this, and I've like I said, I've been hearing you off and on on the on the national call. Um, we've had a lot of going on here in Michigan, so I haven't really been listening. I'll be completely honest. I, I tapped in. Um, to the national call, but not for the whole entirety, because, you know, like, for example, like work schedule freaking sucks and just phone battery. Actually, there was one day my phone actually completely died because I was on a, you know, conference call for God, I don't even know how long and the phone completely died. And I just, I suck when it comes to charging my phone and so does my wife. But, um, but I do like what you guys are doing and I'm glad that you're going over the field training manual because people need to listen to it, you know, cause we, we both know a lot of people won't read it. Right. So it's yeah. people like you and I that actually have to take the initiative and put it out there on the ether, you know, the ether there and put it out there in the airwaves for people to hear it because it'll be easier for them to take it in rather than sit down and actually read it. Cause nobody's going to read. I mean, I say nobody, right. very little, right. Very little people. I mean, I used to listen to podcasts going, you know, most people, you know, that do drive into work and drive home. It's like, that's, you know, anywhere from a half hour to hour and a half sometimes that people have to listen to stuff. And that that's basically when I was mowing the grass or anything, I was listening to you read that manual and, you know, that added to, you know, so thank you for doing that because I potentially could have not read it uh, until I listened to it. But then when I listened to it, I think I blazed through there like five, you know, all 17 of those uh, podcasts, like five times each when I wow, started I am so, <laughs> I am, I am so sorry that I said that you subjected yourself to that torture. I mean, seriously, uh, that, that had to been, that, awesome. had, that had to been hell. <laughs> Shut up, Alvin. That stupid, see that stupid chipmunk. Shut up. I hate that chipmunk, man. That stupid chipmunk. I tell you, he just keeps getting on my back and he's eating my Swiss shard. In the garden, did you know that? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. this stupid. Yeah. Oh man, I I told Katie I'm gonna go buy an aerosol right because I you know I live in an HOA, so if I pop off a freaking nine millimeter, that might raise some questions. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but if I buy an aerosol rifle, now the legality just goes right out the window because that's not a firearm by definition. So I can I could pop off a little varmint with a little CO2 in a BB yeah. and solve my problem very quickly. But see, there's, a, there's one more obstacle, the wife. So, yeah. So here, here's, here's what you do for that. I get, you know, you get a, you get an egg, just one egg, crack it open, put it in the blender, fill it with water, let that go. And then get a, a one gallon spray can, like a pump sprayer. Yeah. And fill that with water and put all that stuff in there and just spray that on spray that, around the area the the animals they don't like that birth smell really yeah so can you text me that wait wait wait. so first off because i'm retarded and my memory retention sucks can you text that to me but for the people here (laughs) that want to hear it again so crack an egg and you you blend it up in what just put it in a, a, a a blender full of water okay 
and then you get that one gallon spray pumper which i have one of those yeah and you put that in there and then you fill the fill it the rest of the way up with oh. water. and then you have to reapply it every time it rains but it'll pretty much keep deer and and rabbits yeah, maybe, maybe rabbits. <laughs> yeah, I got rabbits trying to dig underneath my freaking shed. It's ticking me off, man. I, I, I don't know what to do, man. I'm getting, I'm, it's like, dude, I'm getting, I'm getting infested and infiltrated by varmints, man. I don't, I don't know what to do anymore. I like, I'm ready to surrender and throw the white flag up. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these things suck, man. Like, I've killed a few squirrels because a buddy of mine at work, I know we're getting off topic here from the field training manual, but this is interesting because I know a lot of people are gardeners here too. So they probably feel in the same pain possibly. I think somebody on Rietta's, um, Rietta's uh, uh, prepping uh, page that she has on Telegram, somebody posted something uh, about their cherry tomatoes and they weren't sure if like a bird was getting at it. They were trying to figure out like, how can I prevent this from happening? You know, like that, like the struggle is real. Like I've never had that thankfully because... I like my cherry tomatoes. I pick them right off the vine and eat them right outside. So if I had a bird doing that, oh, I'd be definitely buying a gun and shooting them. But yeah, I got different problems. Uh, my Swiss chard and, and strawberries, you know, like they're they're eating that up. Yeah. It's irritating, <laughs> man. Uh, speaking of which, how's your garden doing? Uh, it's it's going pretty good. I got the elephant garlic out last week, and I need to get I need to get the garlic out now. We've we've had quite a bit of rain, uh, and then. We put in some late squash, and the deer took a big bite out of it right after the rain. Nice, but uh, they're starting to they're starting to pop up now. Oh, very so. good, very good. And you you put a, you put down a lot of uh, asparagus too, didn't you? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So kind of first year, and Nancy she she gave me uh, we went over to her house, and I pulled up some older asparagus and se and separated it and put it in the ground. Nothing's popping up there yet. Yeah, I put fifty plants down after. Yeah, you 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 had a podcast about the clean the cleansing yep. properties of of asparagus, and so we ordered a bunch from a local, uh, I think it's Stark Brothers or something like that. They had a, a discount on them, so we bought like fifty plants, and I uh, I have a little. Uh, it's a rotor. It's like a little rotary tractor, little tractor with a PTO shaft. Yeah. And it puts in like uh miniature raised, like commercial beds. So I can put in, I put in like a 50 foot bed and just plop those suckers in. So hopefully next year they were three year plants. So we'll be able to harvest some next year. Yeah. That's what I was wondering. I thought I heard that like with asparagus, it takes like two or three years for them to pop up something. Isn't that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. There were some skinny ones that popped up, but you want to kind of leave them so they'll flower out and get big. Very cool, very cool. Yeah, Nancy's in the chat says, "Yeah, I have a lot." She says, <laughs> <laughs> "Well, man, yeah, brother, man, I I'm so happy you took some time to come on the on the show. Like I said, you always have an open invite." by the way, I like so. you don't, yeah. you don't ever have to be like, Hey, uh, can I get on the call? You know, get on the show. Just be like, Hey, yo, dude, I got stuff to say. I'm coming on. I'm <laughs> like, all right, fine. I'll just realign everything. It's fine. <laughs> no, seriously. But all kidding aside, you have an open invite. I mean, what you're doing on the national assembly call every Thursday is very key. And I, I appreciate the hard work that you're doing. I know Destry appreciates it. I know everybody that listens in on that call appreciates it. And furthermore, I appreciate your hard work that, you know, because between you 
and Lisa and Georgia and myself, particularly more you two. I didn't really do a whole lot. I just kind of said a couple of sentences and just sat back and listened to you guys do hey, all the work. You showed up and that was, that was uh, <laughs> you know, that's I, half the battle. <laughs> I, I, I delegated and sat patiently and quietly in the background. That's all I did. <laughs> yeah. No, it's but seriously, though, the, yeah, the yeah. work the work that you guys did on the education calls for the other states to use, um, major props and kudos to you guys and much appreciation because that is, I think, going to be very key to helping other states get their assemblies rocking and rolling, you know, because there's not a lot of people like Lisa out there or, or Oscars or bills, right. That are educators. There's, you know, people are passionate about what we're doing, right. They're passionate about getting our country back, but the set of teaching might not be there. And that phone call that, that three part, education call i think helps fill in the gap for those that don't have that skill set and and i think that was really cool uh and important that you guys did that so yeah major kudos to both you and lisa for that seriously yeah that was that was a fun project and uh i like i i tend to like the video and, and that kind of stuff better and catching things in the raw and uh you know just, just a little funny story I, I was a little hesitant about going on kirk's uh just nervous and that and uh i won't go into the why but uh <laughs> uh i called destry and just kind of advised him you know just sought sought his advice on it and uh you know i'll never forget what he said and it was just like it hit it hit and it cut through all the you know malarkey and the things that were going in my head and he goes uh he goes just think how many oscars out there that you'll be able to reach. That's right. And I was like, I was like, it was just like this cold dead silence. I was like, <laughs> well done, sir. I was like, wow. <laughs> and you know, he he's listening in right now too. Like yeah. I so like I so badly want to add him into the chat, but I know he's at work, and I he's I'm going to hear all this plasma cutting and torching and all this <laughs> stuff. Like it's like it's funny. Like he'll laugh too because I know he knows it's true. Like whenever I call him and it's just a one-on-one -on -one phone call and I'm trying to talk to him, like I'm hearing all this pounding in the background. Like I could barely hear him. Like, dude, I, I'm like thinking to myself, I can't even hear a flipping word you're saying. Cause there's like so much stuff going on in the background right now. <laughs> but anyway, but Hey brother, man, look, anytime you want to be on the floor is going to be always yours. You let me know if you got something in advance, like if you got something you want to like put out there. I don't care if it's five minutes or 50 minutes. You let me know. I'll arrange it. Seriously. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing a couple. I've got a couple of research projects going on. So I'll definitely uh, uh, when when it res when it resonates, especially with the field with you doing the field training manual, for sure. Heck yeah. I'll, uh, I'll jump on. I appreciate the time, too. Hey, and, uh, man, it, it, the pleasure is always mine. And again, happy anniversary to you and Michelle. And I hope you guys I have a great week and you got, you know, hopefully, you know, some fun plans, at least dinner at minimum, something, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We went out to dinner and then last night we went to, uh, uh, we went to a concert, uh, Aaron Lewis concert. So, Oh, was, Aaron Lewis, that good artist, good yeah, artist. Yeah. That is awesome. But that was a good one, man. He's got some good songs. I, I forgot there was that one song. What I can't even think of it that, uh, I'm the only one or I'm the only, yeah, I can't be the only one. That song, yeah. man, does that get you? Gosh, does that get you? That is a good song. 
You know, yep. I mean, he really he really hits the heartstrings on that one. You know, I mean, you can just tell the passion behind it when he sings that one. But yeah, man, Aaron Lutis, what what a great artist. Well, I'll tell you what, brother, this is where I'm, we're going to end. I'm going to hang up with you. We're going to end it in prayers. And I'm going to play that Jason Aldean song. Try that in a small town. But, dude, <laughs> you're you're always welcome anytime on this show. OK, your family over here, dude. Thanks, brother. I appreciate it. All right, Oscar, you and Michelle, have a good night. God bless. All right. Bye bye. And that is Oscar, ladies and gentlemen. That is my boy, Oscar. I tell you what, Oscar is such a valuable asset to the assembly. He really is a hard worker. He's a very smart man. He's a hard worker. He's very talented. He really is. I tell you what, Missouri is just rocking it out with such good, talented people. I, 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 I'm just, you know, I'm honored to know all these people, Lisa in Georgia and all her people down there. There's Megan in Kentucky. We have a bunch of wonderful people here in Michigan. There's great people in California. There's great people in Florida. There's great people everywhere. They just have to get tapped in and learn how to squash out the garbage that keeps trying to divide us. I mean, we have great people everywhere. And, and, and it's really an, it, it really is an honor to know all of them. So without further ado, I'm going to play that Jason Aldean song because, you know, the libtard wokesters absolutely think this is a very violent song. Oh, my God. I can't believe his hard light is playing it. Yeah, we're going to play it. We're going to play it right here. <laughs> Shut up, Alvin. I hate that chipmunk. He just doesn't stop bothering me. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back um, possibly tomorrow if my day doesn't go as bad. I almost canceled the show today my wife was asking me she goes do you need a mental health day because you just seem like you've been very stressed this week i'm like you know i might but i cannot cancel the show tonight i just can't i just i there's too much stuff that i gotta cover and go over i just can't but anyway so i hope you have a great day great night wherever you're at in the world and here we are jason aldean try that in a small town and remember i do not own the rights to the song just fyi to any lawyers out there. God bless, ladies and gentlemen. Sucker punch somebody on a sidewalk Carjacking old lady at a red light Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store You think it's cool, act a fool if you like Cuss out a cop, spit in his face Scope on the flag and light it up Yeah, you think it's tough Well try that in a small town See how far you make it down the road Around here we take care of our own You cross that line, it won't take long For you to find out, I recommend you don't Try that in a small town Got a gun that my granddad gave me They say one day they're gonna round up Well that shit might fly in the city Good luck, try that in a small town See how far you make it down the road Around here we take care of our own You cross that line, it won't take long For you to find out, I recommend you don't Try that in a small town Full of good old boys 
Heavenly Father, we just want to say thank you so very much for this time together and bringing wonderful people like Oscar on the show, who has been very pivotal instrumental to the national assembly along with many other great talents and skills that we have in this movement um we just thank you for just just bringing us together and having these conversations and bringing out truth and really putting out there what we need to do and what we need to learn so we can return back to self-governance father i tell you it has been an amazing journey I can't say thank you enough and, and, and show my gratitude enough for what you've done, not just for me personally in my life, but what I'm seeing here in the collective and what we're seeing overall. You are moving great big mountains for us. And Father, I tell you what, we, we just appreciate all that you're doing. And we, we also pray for those who have special intentions and prayers deep in bed, you know, deeply embedded in their hearts. I pray that you answer those calls uh, to their prayers that they, you know, in your perfect timing, um, we know all things work according to your perfect timing, but we just ask that you help give us understanding and that sometimes we just need to be patient no matter what it is we're asking for. But Father, thank you for every single ounce of blessings that you bring into our life. Really, thank you. All glory is lifted up to you. And we pray all this. Actually, before I say amen, hold on. I'm pretty sure I saw a prayer from Rietta. Yeah, there it is. And Rietta also says, Lord, please bless all those in the assembly. Convict those trying to hurt the assembly. Please help us all to learn the lessons you have for us. Lord, please continue to guide us. Lord, many are hurting in different ways. Please let them feel your touch. Save the unsaved. Lord, we want to glorify you in Jesus' name. And then let me scroll down, make sure there's no, nothing else here. Let me just scroll. I don't want to miss anything. Somebody says, oh, Rieta was saying my heart's desire is to move in a small town. Let's see. I just want to make sure. Okay, I think that ends it for the prayers. And we pray all this in your holy son's name, Christ Jesus. We pray amen. So amen, ladies and gentlemen. Amen. I didn't mean to trip you guys out. I got a little ahead of myself. I was like, ah, oh, I just wanted to play the song. I just wanted to play the song. And then I hit play. And then I saw Liz and Ella. Wait, wait, wait. He didn't pray yet. Wait a minute. What's going on now? I think it was Liz and Ella. Hold on. Uh, yeah, it was. He, she was like, he forgot to pray. I'm like, oh, crap. I did, didn't I? I'm like, oh, bad Jason. Bad, bad Jason. But anyways, I hope you guys have a great day or night wherever you're at in the world. Donnie, if you hear me, brother, stay away from those cookies or those uh, the ice cream. Oh, he's not on here anymore. Oh, he's gone. Did Donnie? Donnie ditched us. Oh, he. Wait, she says he wants. Hun oh, he is listening. Okay, I didn't see. <laughs> Watch that ice cream, Donnie. It'll catch you just like the, the crumble cookies will get you like, like me. Like me, which, by the way, I haven't had a crumble, single crumble cookie since then, by the way. Just just so you all know. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, so I was just reading the chat here. So anyway, I hope you all have a great day or night wherever you're at in the world. And as long as my day doesn't go completely sideways on me, I should be on the air tomorrow. So I hope you have a, a very blessed day or night. God bless, ladies and gentlemen. Bye-bye. Patriots. Assemble. Assemble. No, that's the wrong one. We don't want that one. <laughs> Remember, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, ladies and gentlemen. We are firm. We are steadfast. And we are uncompromising. The enemy has crossed that line for the last time. It is up to people like you and I to hold that line.
They've crossed the line way too many times, and it is time for us to stand up this republic and get after it. We gotta do this for God. We gotta do this for our families. We gotta do this for America, for the voiceless. It's time to get after it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining the show. to check out the website www.hisheartline.com and if you want to know more about how to get involved with your assembly go to www.national-assembly.net that's www.national-assembly.net it's time to get active ladies and gentlemen let's go Joining us here at His Heart Line. We'll see you back here next time.